Want to know why your interiors or images don't look like the ones you see on your favorite social media feeds? What if I said I could let you know and show you what's missing and how to transform your spaces with clarity and confidence? The truth is creating beautiful interiors is simple when you know the right strategies, but most people go about it the wrong way. This is why I created the Styling Masterclass. It's the only program that simplifies the art and science of styling, giving you the clarity and confidence to take your interiors to the next level and attract your dream customers or clients so you can make your creative dreams finally possible. This is for you if you're an interior designer or photographer, have an Airbnb, a homeware shop or e-commerce business, and you want your interiors to look like the ones you see in your favorite books, magazines or Instagram accounts. Come learn how to style using my signature method so you can elevate any interior and create compelling imagery, which is your most effective marketing tool if you're selling a product or service in the world of interiors. Any successful business owner knows that styling is your secret weapon to cut through the visual noise, stand out from the crowd and grow your business. Styling is something that you don't want to leave to chance. In today's world, images are everything. This is why leading interior designers and architects always use stylists to finesse their spaces for photography to make sure they've got incredible imagery that they can use for their socials and website. Come learn how to make styling not only an essential element, an easy way to create content for your socials and websites, but learn how it can propel the growth of your creative business. If you're serious about creating beautiful interiors and a business you love without struggling in obscurity, this is the program for you. I'm going to share my process and give insights that you're not going to get anywhere else because I've been working as a professional interior stylist for the past 15 years. The Styling Masterclass will give you that clarity and confidence you need to take action and connect with your dream customer or client so you can make your creative dreams possible. Go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level to learn more and enroll now. Enrollments are open for only a short time. So please, if you're interested and you're ready to take your interiors to the next level, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level. It is completely possible that you can get more done in less time when you know how. So I want to share with you five ideas that will really help you do that, how they're going to help you get more done in less time and really kind of leverage your time in a more effective way. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello, everyone. I hope you're well. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. And I was actually just reading some reviews um, yesterday afternoon of the podcast. I found because when I look on um, my phone, I 
usually listen to podcasts on an Apple phone and I can only see the, um, the reviews within Australia because that's where I'm based. And I came across this link where it actually showed me the reviews from around the world. And it was just so beautiful to read these amazing messages and to hear from you. And so I just wanted to say thank you so much. It means so much um, to hear that you enjoy listening to these podcasts. I really try and make them as helpful or inspiring or motivating or whatever it is that you need as possible. So um, if you haven't left a review, please do so. I've now got this link so I can see them from all around the world, not just the Australian ones. And like I said, I really appreciate it and really appreciate you joining me today because I know there are so many different options for you out there. And I'm glad that I'm in your ears wherever you are today with your driving in the car. That's usually where I listen to podcasts actually. And also when I'm cleaning the kitchen, <laughs> I put my headphones on and listen to podcasts while I'm cleaning the kitchen or tidying up or doing the laundry. They're the main ones for me, but maybe you're exercising, whatever it is for you. Uh, welcome today. I'm so happy to have you here. All right. So today we're going to look at this idea of leveraging your time. And I thought it was a good topic to talk about kind of where we're at at this point in the year, because I really feel like um, this time of year is where you start to start hitting your stride a little bit about some of the, the goals or plans, you know, the things that you want to take action on this year. January can sometimes be a little bit of a slow warming up process. There is certainly lots going on within Australia in terms of summer holidays. I know in the rest of the world, you know, you're sort of in that thick of the deep winter, you know, the short days and all that comes with that. So I feel that, you know, as you in the Northern Hemisphere start to make your way out of winter and into spring, you know, it's a really good time to start thinking about, you know, how can I actually get better results with what I'm trying to achieve? And for me, this year has really been, um, or my focus is really about optimizing various areas of my life. And one of the ways that I want to do that is leveraging my time. And it's really so important. I've certainly seen a lot of results in my own life in terms of running my business in Print House and um, also just some of the projects that we do, you know, even just running our family life. Like it, that is one of the key ideas of how I actually manage to keep on top of my household life, you know, keep my home tidy and organized is really getting my family to work as a team. And obviously I do that within my work life too, but it's also important if you're renovating because if you don't leverage your time when you're renovating, if you don't really maximize your time, you're going to waste a huge amount of time and money. And when you waste time, when it comes to renovating, like if you don't have the right systems in, in, you know, in place, or if you don't have a clear process or a clear goal, then you just can waste so much money because you're not following the right steps. And you're also, um, you're kind of going around in circles. And if you've got trades on the job, then they're just kind of waiting for you. Or, you know, you might be still paying a mortgage or 
the rent on something, you know, you, you've got those outgoings and yet the job is still not getting done. So you really want to maximize your time when it comes to renovating and be as efficient and effective as possible with your time. So this episode really is for you if, you know, if you are planning to do a renovation or if you're in that process and some of the ways that you can reclaim back your time so you can actually be more effective and efficient with it. Or if you're not really achieving the goals that you want for yourself, these can be personal goals. These can be goals in your business or other areas of your home and life. It's also for you if you feel like you're kind of doing all the things, you know, you've got like an endless to-do list and you feel like you do all the things in your home or even in your business, you're maybe like a solopreneur and it's just wearing you out. You just feel exhausted and that you've got no breathing room in your life or your home that you've got um, or with your time as well and that you've got no white space and it's really like that is one of the big things that I'm focusing on this year is how to um, create more breathing room in my own home and life Um, not so much my home my home's pretty good in terms of the breathing room but more the life you know like how I how I do things and I've certainly implemented a lot of things to to get me further ahead and, um, you know, to create systems and strategies and all of those kind of things. But then, you know, my tendency is to then put more on my plate. So then I need to kind of go through this process again, because if I just keep, um, you know, there's got to be room to kind of to grow in that way. Otherwise, you know, I just wear myself out. So that is definitely where I can fall to of just keep doing things, either doing all the things at the start, which that's where I used to be. And now I'm not in that place, but then my tendency is to, okay, let's put more things on my plate. And so then I have to then go through this process all over again. And I'll be sharing some examples with you. And, you know, if you're really not getting the results that you want, so this is that you kind of just feel frustrated um, that you're not really achieving what you want to do. You know, maybe you have set yourself a goal that you're going to, you know, get your plans for your home done or, you know, actually make a renovation happen or whatever it is for you. Maybe it's something to do with, you know, you really want to start consulting with people. And um, if you're not actually, you know, getting there, then I hope that you're going to find this really helpful and I trust that you're going to find it valuable. Now. Like I said, for me, having a clear process that I have learned, you know, over the time and through experience and making mistakes has really helped me achieve more in less time. And um, it was interesting because yesterday I was having a lunch with um, the people on my team from Imprint House. And because we were welcoming a new um, staff member who had come to visit because she's working remotely. And um, one of my colleagues was telling us about, because we were talking about gardening. And one of my colleagues was telling us about how, you know, they've got to with the garden at the moment, they've got to, you know, do all this work and, you know, the weeds are coming through. So they're going to have to, you know, remulch and all of this stuff. And she was saying that her neighbors 
are amazing because they're an older couple and they just went in, did their garden, got it done really quickly. And she said, it looks amazing. And she was talking to them about it. And they said, it's because we've learned from doing so many things wrong over the years that we now know what to do. So they've got a really clear system. They've got a clear process. They know what works and they don't have to make the mistakes. You know, when you learn those mistakes the hard way and um, like for us, one of the times, because we were saying about how we've got all this mulch and like one of the previous times we put the mulch down, but we didn't put like a weed barrier. So some people use plastic matting. We try to avoid using plastic as much as possible. So we use cardboard. So we've put down all this cardboard this time and now put the mulch down with the hope of, you know, that we're not going to get the weeds in our garden. So it's a kind of nice analogy for, for other areas of your life. You know, if you don't put the right foundations through, you know, those weeds, those problems or issues are going to keep poking through. So as I said, I really want this episode to be to shine a light on that it is possible, you know, it is possible for you and for all of us to be like my colleagues' neighbors who with their garden, they can just go in, do it, get the job done and get the results that they want quickly because they've learned through so many mistakes that they've made over the years. And I just want you to know that, you know, it is completely possible that you can get more done in less time when you know how. So I want to share with you five ideas that will really help you do that, how they're going to help you get more done in less time and really kind of leverage your time in a more effective way. So the first idea that's really important is to get clarity, not confusion. So you really want to be aiming and establishing clarity so that you're not living in this world of I don't know. Because the clearer you get on your outcome, the more that you're going to not only achieve your goal, but not waste time. So the way that this can look is that if you have a very vague idea of what you're trying to do, then you're going to kind of keep chopping and changing directions a lot. And that actually wastes a phenomenal amount of time. And this is something that when I'm doing um, consultations, interior design consultations with people, you know, I'm really trying to establish and get the person that I'm speaking to, to really get a clear idea on what they're trying to achieve. And this is, you know, I've got a whole um, training on this in my course, the design and decoration masterclass, because when it comes to renovating, it is so easy to get distracted by all of the ideas out there. We are, you know, bombarded with so much visual stimulation and we need to really hone it down because when you just have a million ideas, then it means you're going in a million directions and you're not actually having that clear focus about, you know, what you're trying to achieve with your, your renovation or your home or whatever it is that you're working on. So, the question that I have for you is with what you're working on right now, do you actually have a really clear goal? And what I mean by a clear goal is, you know, can you visualize it? And it was fascinating, actually. I was 
um, reading some research about how when it comes to um, goals, the, the psychology and the neuroscience shows that if you actually visualize it in your mind, and this was more in relation to like the, the actual steps that you need to take, how you are much more likely to follow through and do that thing if you visualize. So don't discount visualizing. It's a really, really powerful tool. So I want you to get clear on your goal. And so when I say clear, I mean to, you know, to have a visual reference, to have a vision board, to visualize it in your mind, really get clarity on what that goal is. Um, and there's a whole heap of other, you know, steps that you can take in relation to that, you know, not going to get into that today. Today, I just want you to get real visual clarity on what your goal is and you achieving that too. The second thing that, um, and second way that you can uh, leverage your time is to harness people power. So what do I mean by this? Don't do it alone. If you want to, you know, one of the the most powerful ideas I can share with you is to simplify. You need to simplify to multiply. And what that looks like in terms of your own personal time is that you need to, you know, simplify the amount of things that you do so that you can multiply your time. So outsource what you can really get other people to help you. Now, this might be other people in your family and a simple of example of this might be if, you know, your home is a little bit, you know, in um, chaos or, you know, it's getting a bit of a mess, then just like have, I mean, we used to do this, we would have like a, a power hour where we would put on music and say, okay, everyone, we're just going to have for the next hour or, you know, even if an hour sounds like too much, you know, for the next 10 minutes, I want everyone to just go and pick something up put it away. And if you're in a family, like we've got six people in our family. So if you've got six people for 10 minutes doing something, you know, like that's like an hour of my time to do something. So just getting people to do that. And it, you actually, it's, you multiplying it because it's actually not just six people doing it. It's like six people doing it fast because you can kind of do it in sprints and it's so much more effective than me going slow for an hour, although I'm pretty fast when I do things, but for someone else, maybe in my family to do something for an hour, you know, and um, really think about how you can leverage the power of, you know, people and how you can get them to help you get jobs done. Also, I mean, obviously just getting people to help, you, you know, outsourcing tasks, even if it's like a, a cleaner or a housekeeper or a gardener or, or whatever it is, because they are really focused on the task that they're doing. They're not having interruptions while they're doing it. So they can actually get it done much more effectively and efficiently. And they've also done it so many times that they move into, you know, like a kind of a flow state when they're doing the work because they're not thinking about it or, you know, like, oh, you know, I should, um, you know, I need to get that job done. I'll just make a quick note or, you know, you like if you're doing things in your own home, I find that, um, yeah, you can get distracted with all the other things that that need to be done on the way. Whereas 
if you're in a position where you can have, you know, a cleaner come in, maybe it's once a fortnight or once a month or whatever, they can, they're not getting distracted by all the other little to do things. Like you think, oh, I really need to, you know, might see your daughter's violin or a musical instrument and think, oh, I've got to go and get this thing or sporting equipment. I've got to go and get my son, you know, some new soccer boots. And you're actually not focused on cleaning because you start to think of all these other things that you need to do. So really trying to harness the power of other people, whether it's outsourcing, whether it's getting people in your family to help you. Maybe it's, you know, even just getting someone to car share or carpool, you know, take turns with dropping the children off at school or whatever, you know, using people in your community to um, multiply your time or your network, or using even technology, you know, what are some of the ways um, that you can get someone else to help you in some way? Like I said, even if you can take turns with somebody in your local neighborhood or in your community to do the school run, you can, you know, you take turns alternate days, whatever it looks like with you, or one of you does it in the morning, one of you does it in the afternoon, you can potentially save yourself you know, it could be like an hour a day. That's five hours a week. So look at, you know, ways that you can leverage your time and be a little bit smarter with the way that you do things. The third idea that I want to share with you is that systems save you time. I just love systems. I love creating systems for things because it just makes it easy you again, like we're sort of talking about this idea of flow state, when you have systems, you move into a flow state. You're not having to make many decisions multiple times a day because that actually wears you out and you become drained and you become less efficient. So when you actually create a system for yourself, then you're just following the steps and you're not having to think and it's so much easier. As I mentioned, we had um, a, a team meeting yesterday and I actually had a big brainstorm session with somebody who's come on board to help us with the marketing for Imprint House, my online shop, which will also be a, um, we'll have a showroom that you can come and visit in Byron Bay. But, um, and, you know, if you haven't checked out my shop, uh, Imprint House, I highly encourage you to do so because this is the pieces within the home that I have edited you know it can take so much time talk about leveraging time if you've got and this is actually what I do when I am renovating and when I am sourcing you know I have a list of suppliers that I love to go to because I know that I love the aesthetic I know that they've done the hard work for me and I'm leveraging my time with by just going to the suppliers that I can know and trust that I'm going to love the pieces that they have. And so, I mean, that's kind of like a little bonus way that you can leverage your time, particularly when it comes to renovating. But, you know, that's what I've done with Imprint House is really very much my edit. So I'm like, we spend a huge amount of time like finding beautiful lighting or beautiful hardware or beautiful plates, you know, decor pieces that you can have in your home, storage baskets, you know, these kind of things, cushions and blankets, you know, like, we spend a huge amount of time sourcing product for Imprint House. And, you know, when we're sourcing, we look at, you know, is this sustainable? Like, is this a natural material? 
um, because there are so many products out there that look beautiful, but you know they're made of synthetic materials or they're the sort of materials that if they end up in landfill, they're not going to break down. You know, we source pieces that are high quality so that they're going to last a long time and not going to end up in landfill um, or that you can pass down or you can, you know, if you do ever, which I would hope that would never happen, but, you know, you could sell because they're good quality. It's like, you know, if you buy a beautiful, good quality dress, then even if you kind of get to the point where you're like, you know, I don't feel like this is right for me anymore, you can sell it to somebody else. And, you know, it lives on and you're not losing a huge amount of money on it because, you know, it's good quality and it's stood the test of time. You know, we also make sure that pieces are timeless so that you're not going to want to be in that situation. Um, you know, we go through like we've got um, five criteria that we go through when we're sourcing products, because I know for myself that is actually really a huge time suck to go and look for those pieces yourself. And the amount of time that we actually spend, you know, sourcing these products is huge. Like it's, you know, I've actually had to get somebody on board to help me with this because it's such a process and um, it just, it really does take a huge amount of time. So, you know, we have invested that time so that you don't have to. So going to those suppliers that you, you know, and you trust and, that, um, you know, have done that work for you is a really great way to save time. So anyway, there's a kind of like a bonus way that you can leverage your time is particularly when it comes to sourcing things for your home is to go to those suppliers that you know and trust and that they've actually done the hard work for you, which kind of loops back to that, um, was kind of loops a little bit back to the point I had before, which is harnessing people power. You know, it's, it's actually harnessing brands that you know and trust. And also the next step, which I'll share with you in a moment, it sort of taps into that idea a little bit as well. But getting back to system saving you time. So obviously there's a whole process that we need to follow in terms of, you know, sourcing the products, but also now we're, we're getting this, we, we've got had, had a content calendar for a while, but we're really trying to get more, um, more of a flow state between this kind of buying process and then obviously sharing the products with our audience. Um, and so having like a sort of content calendar so that it's more integrated and having this system is going to save us a huge amount of time. And the same happens when I'm renovating, you know, I have got a whole process in Asana that I follow in terms of you know, the systems that I go through and the steps that I go through when it comes to renovating. So I'm not thinking, okay, well, what comes next or what's the right order that I need to do things in? Because for instance, you know, a small little example, you need to know what your lighting and any electrical appliances or electrical elements and your plumbing, um, you know, what your tapware is going to be before, like, that's like one of the first decisions that you need to make in the process you don't want to be making those, you can't be making those decisions at the end because then it's too late. You know, the plumber has already plumbed in and they'll say, well, no, sorry, you can't have that kind of tap because, well, for a start, like they literally need to know what type of tap are you going to have? Like, are you going to have a wall mounted tap or are you going to have, you know, one that's sort of, um, you know, part of the sink or wh whatever it is, you know, so you really need to, to specify that at the very start of the process 
even though it's actually one of the last things to get fitted. So you really need to know, um, you know, the step-by-step process of what you need to go through. You need to have a roadmap and, um, and a system so that it will save you time so that you're actually not wasting your time, but also your money. So, you know, I really want you to think about what is a system or a process that you can create for what you want to do. Um, as I said, if you're renovating, you really need to get clarity on that because that is what is going to save you a huge amount of time. But, you know, it can be even within your home, like it, even if it's your family calendar, like we have implemented a family calendar that saves us so much time in terms of having conversations about. So what time is that? Um, I mean, even this afternoon, like my daughter, she's got to go to the fracture clinic when we had our summer holiday, she fractured her finger on a water slide. And so she's got an appointment at the fracture clinic. You know, we put everything into a family calendar so that we're not having, we're not wasting time having like those kind of conversations about what time is that again? And, you know, what, you know, what time's that dental appointment or what time does so-and-so have to be at school camp? Like it's all in the family calendar. So that is like within our home life. That's a, you know, a way that we sell ourselves a huge amount of time because we have a system around it that, you know, we get emails from the school, it goes straight into the family calendar. All right. The fourth way that you can leverage your time is to follow a guide. As I mentioned a moment ago, you know, one type of a guide is that if you're sourcing products for your home is to actually, you know, follow businesses that are aligned with the values that you have. And so they have kind of done the hard work for you. I was actually thinking about how we really, we actually really embrace this idea when we're traveling. You know, we love getting a local's guide. And actually I created for my book, um, uh, gosh, I've got a complete mental blank. <laughs> it's been such a long time since I've um, even done anything in relation to this book um, because I've been completely immersed in my decluttering masterclass, but Home by the Sea, um, which was, you know, shooting homes in the Byron region. And I, as one of the pre-order bonuses, I created a locals guide for that. And, um, and I've actually been sharing because I've had some friends visit the Byron region and, oh gosh, that reminds me, I've got some family coming this weekend and I've got to share the guide. So like, I've actually been sharing this with people um, who've been coming to the region because it's so great. It literally is a locals guide and how when we travel somewhere, it's so good to get local recommendations on, you know, where are the best places I should go and eat or, you know, what are the best beaches or what are some great walks? You know, we're so willing and open to get a locals guide when we travel somewhere um, and recommendations on where to stay and all of those kind of things. Yet when it comes to other areas of our life, and I do find this is one of those areas when it comes to renovating homes, people are like, oh, no, no, it's okay. I'll do it. You know, um, and they've never renovated before, or maybe they've done it once before. They don't have a lot of experience and yet they want to fumble through. And I don't know if this is you, but just think for a moment, you know, what you're putting yourself through. Because when it comes to renovating your home, it is actually one of the most expensive things you can do in your life, probably. You know, like renovating homes these days is not a cheap 
thing to do. It doesn't matter. Even if you're doing on the cheap, there's still so much money involved. Like it's more money that, than what you would spend on getting a car. Um, sometimes it can even be more money than the cost of the house itself. But even if it's not, it's still a huge amount of money that you're going to be spending. And yet we just have this thing, so many people, and again, just think of this as you, you know, try and fumble it through and think, oh, you know, I've never done this before, but I'm just going to kind of work my way through it. And yet if you followed a guide who has done this many times before, who's learned all those mistakes, like how much time and money are you going to save yourself? And it's like we have this real resistance. I think particularly in Australia, there's a real culture of not engaging interior designers or interior decorators or, you know, that kind of thing. I think there's an, you know, I might be wrong in this, but I feel like there's much more of a culture of embracing experts in the US. I'd be really interested to hear from you. Let me know on Instagram or uh, just pop me an email at hello at nataliewalton.com. Love to hear what your take is on that. But definitely I know within Australia, there's a huge resistance that it's like people feel that if you would engage an interior designer, that that's only something that rich people do. Or, you know, that's like, or even if you're a creative, um, it's something that you do. Um, no, but like I'm creative. So like I know how to do this. And yes, you might, but just think of how much time you can save yourself. Like even if you just do a consult, how much time and money are you going to save yourself by troubleshooting some things? And it was fascinating. I listened to an interview with Leanne Ford um, a little while ago. And she said, because um, she does consult, and she was saying that she actually did a consult with another interior designer because she's got a lot of experience in a particular area of doing renovations. But she said that she didn't actually have a lot of experience with, I think it was like window treatments, you know, getting curtains and blinds and some of those types of things. And so she actually had a consult with somebody else about what to do. It might've been with her own home or whatever it was she was working on because, you know, she could shortcut her journey and just save herself a huge amount of stress. Like think about how many hours you spend doing research on different areas of your renovation and how you could actually use that time much more effectively. You know, if you've got a job or if you, you know, have got a business, you could like make that money in, you know, you could work one hour doing your regular job and then like you could save yourself a huge amount of time and money by just leveraging somebody else's knowledge. So I just want you to think about how can you seek out a guide or a mentor or an expert in an area? And now I know for me, like taking courses and doing programs is how I get the results that I want faster. I do invest in knowledge because I know it's going to get me so much faster. I resisted this for such a long time. It was funny because like I did my, I mean, I launched my styling masterclass in um, like five years ago. It'll be five years, maybe even six years this year. It might even be six years. Anyway, like I said, I've mentioned this before. I'm really bad at remembering dates, but it's been at least five years since I launched the styling masterclass. Yet I hadn't taken a course 
at that particular point when I did it the very, very first time. And then I sort of thought, this is ridiculous. Like I, you know, I was with my business, like I was trying to do all the things myself. And then I kind of got to the point where I'm like, I actually need to invest in knowledge so that I can shortcut my journey with my business. And since I've done that, I have just multiplied our income, multiplied my time, my knowledge in so many different ways. And now I love investing in knowledge because it really does help you get where you want to be so much faster. So really, you know, think about ways that you can seek out a guide, a mentor, or, you know, what's someone else's, um, you know, process that you can use or system that you can use that will help you multiply or leverage your time. And like I said, I do think that courses are a great way to do that. Now, the fifth and final idea that I want to share with you today is that deadlines drive results. I love a deadline and it's just one of those things that I've always thrived on. I mean, even at school, you know, when you have that deadline of like your homework is due on this day, like that I used to at school, I mean, I would leave it to the last minute and I would like then really push myself to get it done at the last minute. But having that deadline meant that I actually got it done. And I know that, you know, then obviously I worked as a journalist and in magazines and we always had deadlines with my books. I've had deadlines like I just find that setting a deadline makes me get something done. It means that I get a result rather than just like keep pushing that sort of like that end point out. And, um, and I've just actually done this recently. I said to my husband yesterday in relation to our showroom space and office space that we've been designing and building, which has been for various reasons, it's gone on much longer than what I wanted it to, um, you know, skill shortage, trade shortage, like all sorts of reasons. Um, but I said to my husband, we just have to set a firm deadline for when we're going to get in there because and we need to get all the trades on board that like this is the deadline we're going for because it sort of started to over the summer while we we're away you know it just started to kind of be like this long tail that like was just felt like it was going on forever and then i mean my father passed away so i unexpectedly had to go to england and this, you know life does happen and, you know, you've got to give yourself some grace and be kind to yourself about that. But then when you're back on track, it's like, OK, no, we need to set a firm deadline. Otherwise, this is never going to get done. And I just feel like it is so powerful to set yourself a deadline. I do this all the time in terms of like having photo shoots, because when I have a photo shoot in my house, it means like, OK, I'm, those things that I've kind of had at the back of my head that I wanted to get done they're going to get done now. You know, like if I have press for my books or whatever it is, you know, if we do photo shoots for imprint house, it just means that it gives me that, um, real incentive to, to actually get something done. So I really encourage you to set a deadline so that you can take so much of, you know, that kind of decision-making that can just keep you in confusion sometimes, you know, like, oh, I don't know when, you know, when should we do it? Or, you know, what should we do next? But if you have a really clear deadline, then, and you get everyone on the page with that deadline as well, then you can really get some results. And really, that's like a really powerful way to leverage your time. Because 
you've got the momentum that everyone's working towards that thing rather than kind of like meandering towards a sort of unknown finish point. So what gets scheduled gets done. So really think about how you can set a deadline to maximize your time because it will create create momentum that will really help you go forward. All right. I've talking, spoken about quite a few things here, so let's do a quick review. So the first idea was to establish clarity, not confusion. You really need to get clear on your goal. Really visualize it. You know, visualize, create a vision board, you know, visualize it in your mind, like really step yourself through the process and what you want to achieve. The second idea was to harness people power. Don't do it alone. You need to really um, use the power of people to leverage your time. The third idea was that systems save you time. So don't waste time second guessing your next steps. Um, Really create systems. And it is honestly such a powerful way when you've got a roadmap or a process or a system like that is one of the most powerful ways to really leverage your time. The fourth idea was to follow a guide, really leverage experience, because that's what's happening when you're following a guide. You are, and that guide can be, you know, a mentor. It can be, um, you know, talking to other people who've got experience in something. It can be, you know, so the gardener um, learning from them or, you know, taking a course, whatever it looks like for you, but follow a guide as in a person who's got experience in something so that you can leverage that experience. And then the fifth idea was that deadlines drive results. They really um, give you a huge amount of momentum to move forward. And particularly if you've got other people, you know, even that idea that or the example that I shared earlier on about setting the timer and saying, okay, everyone, for the next 10 minutes, we're all going to tidy up. You know, that gives you a huge, that's a deadline and it gives you a huge amount of momentum more so than if you were just kind of to walk around by yourself for 10 minutes, picking up a few things. So it makes your life easier. So as I said, today, I really wanted to share some ways that you can leverage your time so that you can really be smarter with how you make the most of your time. And, you know, I really want you to think about if you can just take just one of these ideas and implement it, you know, in the next month how that is going to help you. And I really want you to think, you know, if you're in a place a month from now and you have really got, you know, clarity on that vision or you've found a way to harness other people to get you results or implemented a system, followed a guide or set a deadline for yourself, you know, how much more time are you going to have available to you to do the things that you really want? So really think about, you know, how this is going to help you and what position you will be in a month from now or three months from now or even a year from now. Like think about the power of that. Because of course, all of this, when you leverage your time, it compounds over time. So, you know, over a month you save yourself a bit of time, but then it just compounds and you save yourself more and more time. And then what you can even do with that time. I mean, you can even just go, you know what, with this time, I'm going to finally go and sign up for that Pilates class that I wanted to do or whatever it is for you. You know, like you can leverage that time to do something that you really wanted. So if you found this valuable, please 
take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, send me a DM, love to hear from you and maybe share it with a friend. You know, if you've got a friend who really struggles with their time or you think that this might be helpful for them, then I would love for you to share it with a friend. And of course, you know, make sure that you follow the podcast. If you're listening to it on, if you've got an iPhone, it's now called follow. So there's a button on the top right-hand corner um, that you just click on and that's follow so that you always will get the latest episodes downloaded straight to your phone. And um, I'm not sure what it is on uh, Spotify. I think it's subscribe, but, um, but obviously, you know, you'll make sure that you'll get those episodes downloaded straight to your, to your device um, or however you'd like to listen to this podcast. So thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you have a beautiful week. I hope that you take one of these ideas and put it into action today or this week and that you save yourself some time and that you do something that you enjoy with that time. Really, you know, embrace that. So thank you for joining me. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint. Imprint.